This is First, Last, Best, Worst, the world's first analog podcast. Uh, what we're doing here is we are dissecting the craft of songwriting. And so we invite guests to come in and uh, discuss their first, their last, their best, and their worst song. And uh, today we have Briguzani, and uh, I'm really excited to get to him. But before we get to the music... I want to introduce my good friend Taylor here. How's it going, Carl? You know I'm doing pretty good. Uh, a little hungover. We hung out last night. We did. Ha- we did hang out last night, Carl. <laughs> I remember it was, a good deal of it. Yeah, I, I remember seventy five percent of it. <laughs> we bought a pumpkin. Oh, you bought a pumpkin. I did buy a pumpkin. And uh, because we both grew up in the '90s, we decided we were going to be smashing pumpkins last night. And uh, that yeah, was, that was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened? What happened is our our buddy Forrest was in town, and he is a really bad influence on us. And he bought us uh, more drinks than he probably should have, and way too much for a Saturday night, but way too much for a Monday. For night. Monday night, <laughs> way too much for a Monday night. And so on the trip back to our the subway station, uh, I don't know. I guess the mezcal. Really inspired me to purchase a uh, a pumpkin, a pretty big pumpkin, outrageously expensive pumpkin. Yeah, I looked at my uh, (laughs) bank statement and it was (laughs) sixteen. It was sixteen fifteen with tax. Oh Jesus! It was a big pumpkin, (laughs) and of course, you are you paying by? Was it by weight? Uh, that was I mean, flat? I would, I assume so. Probably. I didn't really (laughs) ask the uh, the person at the bodega how they. Uh, calculated the price right, for the pumpkin, but it. that's the only that's the only uh, rational system that I could. Yeah, think that of. does it does make a lot of sense. Um, it was a big pumpkin, and we had it, and I bought it without any plan as to what we would do. With I thought it you were getting cigs or something, and you came no, I, I had a, no, pumpkin. I wanted a gourd. <laughs> Tis the season, though. It, yeah, yeah. No, I was feeling very festive, uh, and then we didn't really have. I mean, there's not a whole lot to do when you're drunk. In the East Village with a big pumpkin, <laughs> we played a, we played a little pumpkin toss. We we tossed the pumpkin around a little bit. I, I guess we got bored with that, so then we decided to smash it with uh, our bare hands. Uh, so we tried to punch we we punched the pumpkin a lot <laughs> to no avail. To no avail. Uh, we <laughs> Turns out had, we're not good fighters. Yeah, we're not Rocky. Yeah, that pumpkin it really got the best of us. <laughs> um, we should have got like an old one that was like mushy. We probably could punch through that. Yeah, we probably could have, but we had a we had a healthy young pumpkin. <laughs> healthy ripe. Uh but we did before the pumpkin, we went to Rockwood Music Hall and we saw this guy, Jim Campalogno, who plays on Monday nights, and it was awesome. I'm just yeah, putting that in there be- because I'm playing at Rockwood on November the third at midnight at stage cool. one. <laughs> That's probably one of the uh, Worst weirdest plug. yeah, one of the weirdest segues <laughs> into a plug. <laughs> Carl. Well, thanks for bringing it I up. I mean, yeah. I mean, now you know the information, but I, I thought was, it was going to be still seamless. trying to talk about that pumpkin. I know you were, but we got to yeah. get to the guest here. Yeah, that's true. It's not a. This podcast isn't about a pumpkin. No, it's not. If it's it was not pumpkin a pumpkin tales, podcast, that would be a different it's a thing. Podcast about songs, <laughs> right? Exactly. So we're going to get to it. Uh, our good friend Brigu's here. Yeah, How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thanks How for coming. I'm doing wonderful. I am doing wonderful. Uh, I'm glad that you could make it. I met you mm. uh, a while back. You were uh, roommates with my friend Lily, mm-hmm. and uh, I used to host a show at Putnam's mm-hmm. in Clinton Hill. And you came and you played the show multiple times. I yeah, think you played on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I think you brought your date. Yes, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope it worked out well for you. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was no, pretty good. <laughs> I hope you didn't buy a pumpkin at the end of the night. No, I didn't. <laughs> All right, excellent. So uh, let's just jump right into it. Uh, what okay. you're going to ask you to do is play your first song, and then uh, we'll start chatting about it. Awesome. What's the song called? Uh, this one is called Momentary Present. Cool. Slips away with every 
so hard to grasp And as you fly up higher Don't close your eyes It's all around you That sweet surprise Don't be blinded by the light It's easy to lose sight Of what is now You must treasure her as your life And you'll see A million lights go by For the momentary present Is the only truth I reckon That makes me And you worthwhile And as you fly up higher, don't close your eyes It's all around you, that sweet surprise Don't be blinded by the light It's easy to lose sight Of what is now Beautiful. Yeah, that's mm. great. Oh, <laughs> that's incredible. First off, I want to ask about mm. uh, you're playing this beautiful Taylor guitar. Oh yes. How long have you been playing that guitar? Mm. It's fairly new, but when I think about it, this when I was in Berkeley, when I want to say 2009 or 10, 11 maybe, <laughs> somewhere in there. So yeah. you went. To, so you went to Berkeley. So I School went to music? Berkeley. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. For guitar. Yeah, for guitar, yeah. Can you date that song? When did you write the... When okay, you so this song, uh, according to the theme of this podcast, is technically not the first song, but uh, the first song that I wrote when I felt that, okay, this is in the songwriter space, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Like writing lyrics and like all of that vibe. Um, and really made me feel like, okay, I can write stuff. I can write lyrics and I can like, you know, make it happen, make something meaningful, meaningful, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, at the time, I was really like playing a lot of acoustic fingerstyle and like even like electric guitar, but a lot of instrumental work, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was great, that, and I still do that, and it's awesome. But something was always pulling me towards like the songwriter thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'd say this was the first, oh, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how how long were you playing music before you actually wrote the song? Uh, yeah. Did you start on guitar? I, maybe not. I think I started with tabla in school when I was a kid in sixth standard. So how old was I? I was about eight years old and they had like tabla lessons in school. Like we were, we were very lucky, you know, because yeah. most schools didn't have that. And so I think that was like. I was just like, you know, we were messing around. Yeah. Uh, but then my father plays guitar really nicely. And so he would play guitar and I would like just be like, what is that? Show that to me. Show that to me. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd play Then I'd play like a couple of chords and it was like impossible to change from <laughs> D to G or whatever. Like yeah, it'd yeah. be like a 10 second lag. And yeah. I was like, yo, I can't do this. <laughs> so yeah. I'd go out and play cricket instead. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so guitar was like, I would like give it up like pretty quickly, you know. Uh-huh, for, yeah. I, I, that happened like three times. It's a frustrating instrument to learn. Yo. It's, it's 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 a big uh big learning curve initially yeah yeah probably like yeah. more than like most other instruments it can be very frustrating like on the outset to just make anything that sounds even remotely okay and it yeah, looks yeah, yeah. it looks so effortless when other people are playing especially yeah. like my dad played too so it's like yeah. you watch them and you're like 
oh, I could do that. You're just moving your fingers around. Yeah. And then, yeah, moving from that D to G yeah. or like yeah. a bar chord. And you're like, fuck, Oh, yeah, bar hard. chords. That's Ten years big. right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, does your dad play professionally or is he just more of a, a hobbyist? No, he's a hobby. He's, he could be professional. Yep. Uh, he's an astrophysicist. So it's like oh, wow. outer space. <laughs> yeah. uh, kind of like what we're doing right now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, yeah, he, um, yeah, yeah, he plays really beautifully. He used to play like, I mean, he still does play... Um, Leonard Cohen songs and mm-hmm. like Bob Dylan stuff and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young and I would like listen to all of that and be like, wow, this is beautiful. Yeah, yeah uh, well, I mean, I, I you know, I want to say that that's got a very 70s uh, songwriter, yeah. singer-songwriter kind of vibe going oh. going through it. Like, I, I see the... Through line? Yeah, the through line of that. You know, it's got a very Leonard Cohen sort of mm-hmm. like Cat Stevens type mm-hmm. kind of thing going to me at least. What were you um, uh, What were you going through at the time of writing the song that kind of made you want to put this together? Is it a- I don't think I was going through much, like nothing too significant. Right, I, I don't mean that there has to be like some horrible, <laughs> no, horrible no, thing. I know, but, I know, I know. You know, like I just wanted where the inspiration came from. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting. It's interesting, right? So uh, I got the cards, and I'm like, oh, these are nice cards, right? That's yeah. how it starts, I guess. Uh, and then I was, I remember sitting in my room in Boston and writing what is now, is now then. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. And then I wanted to like build, yeah, boof, boof. I was like, yo, I, I, did I just write that shit? What? You know, and that happens a lot. Yeah. When you come up with stuff, you're like, did I, I, I didn't come up with what, yeah. you know? I feel like a lot of times I feel like an antenna. It just exactly, kind of zaps into you or something. Exactly. Exactly. So this antenna moment happened for the first two lines and I was like, all right, I got to follow it up, right? Then something really interesting happened. So check it out, right? So I wrote the first first verse and I was in love with it. I was like, this is beautiful. And that's it. That's all I had, right? Uh-huh. So I had like 30 seconds of music. <laughs> and then I forgot about it. Then I took a class uh, called Songwriting One or Lyric Writing One or something like that in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. And I brought this in and they were like, oh, this is great. You should finish it. And I was like, oh, okay. Then I went to Japan for something, and then I was on the plane from Japan to Boston. And those times are beautiful when you're on the aircraft, because you can drink, but if you don't choose to do that, <laughs> you can be, you can basically write, and you can really zone in, because you uh-huh. have nothing to do, nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. you're going somewhere, but <laughs> like yeah, you're in the quickly, chair. actually. <laughs> exactly. You're in the but, chair, and mm-hmm. you have like, like really, like you can really zone in. Mm-hmm. So I started writing these lyrics, and boom the whole thing just, just came, came out. out just oh, like came awesome. out like that nothing i didn't change a word and for some reason i felt that the lyrics came from my grandfather oh really my grandfather is a writer was i mean he died um but he was a very celebrated writer in hindi literature um and we had a very deep connection and he passed away when i was 15 um, and uh, he's still so close and will forever be so close to my heart. But uh, mm-hmm. he basically, I just felt like he was like, yo, take this. Yeah. <laughs> here, just here, here. Well, that's know? awesome. <laughs> wow. And wow. so that feels really <laughs> that nice. just gave me chills know? a little bit. That's oh, really cool. Oh, <laughs> just channeling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as, and it kind of been keeping with the theme of the song too. It's like, um, yeah. you know, it's sort of time is is just perception you know and it, it's it's a remarkably mature composition lyrically and musically for your first song <laughs> like yeah, i have yeah, to yeah. like that's that's one thing that that really struck me about it mm. you know it feels like a real like kind of old soul thing mm-hmm. so and if it came from your grandfather that makes there more you go. sense there you go yeah. it's all then, him yo i yeah. was like did you always play uh bare fingers or with your fingernails or did you yeah. ever, did you ever I went into the plectrum phase for a bit and uh-huh. then I was like can't I mean I, it was cool yeah but then I want to feel like I want to feel yeah. the instrument like you know it's just I feel like something is coming in the middle of me in the instrument some plastic shit and I don't want it, right yeah. well that's a great song well, yeah I, so you, you you went to Berkeley mm. when did you graduate uh, 2011 now you're here now New I'm York here. City mm-hmm. and so what are you what are you doing now Yo, hustle it. <laughs> not me, not me, man. I'm up in New York just taking it easy. Nice. I'm just chilling. All these people talking about hustling, man. I don't get it. Love it, I'm love just it. Chilling, dude. Uh, oh. Doing all kinds of things, yo. Um, I work at a farmer's market, which is really nice. Every Saturday, it's gorgeous because you're like we're at with in Union Square at, at McCarran Park. Oh, okay. One day I'll be in Union Square. <laughs> That's like <laughs> upper echelon. <laughs> 
Uh, Keep practicing. You yeah, should yeah, get some exactly. heavy pumpkins. They're, I hear they're hot sellers in the East Village. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um, yeah, no, no. So I have like multiple jobs. Right now, I'm teaching guitar lessons, mm-hmm. and that is beautiful. Yeah, I'm teaching like like a sixty year old guy and like a six year old girl, and it's like beautiful because everybody's into music, you know. Right, and you're passing and it on to some to other people, exactly, you know. Same exactly. way, like your grandfather gives you the writing thing. It's like yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, through yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah awesome. gotta gotta spread the love, man. For yeah, sure. for sure. And make some money. While <laughs> yeah, that's not bad either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, if you don't mind, let's move on to the next song. Of uh, we did the first. Now it's the last. This is the latest song. Oh, uh, this is the latest song. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, I just have to change the tuning. Okay. Well, while you do that, uh, he has this amazing Taylor guitar, but the headstock has these... It has an automatic tuner on it. It has, like... You could just strum the strings and the it just moves by itself. He's doing it manually right now in the background. But if you if you wanted to, you could, uh, which is yeah. I've never seen that before. That's I've crazy. seen videos of it, but I've never seen it in person. It's pretty it's pretty rad. I guess you change tunes enough for it to be worth the investment. To, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I have so I mean I have a lot of my own tunings, and yeah. so this really makes sense because otherwise you play a, like the vibe in the concert is like you play a song and then you're tuned. And then yeah. you play a song and then it dips to tune, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, people are yeah. just like, oh, that was good, but oh, yeah. Murmur. Yeah. So, this is, like, quicker, so it's nice. So, okay, so last song for me. This is going to be a little hard to play, actually. So, the name of this song? The last song? Uh, okay, so there's no name. Okay. There is no lyrics. Okay. So, okay, so I got the thing, I got the memo, and it said that it's cool to be incomplete. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. no, that's so great. This is completely incomplete. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm just going to play it and hum a melody and whatever. Okay. Oh, that's, that's great. That's nice. what we want. Yeah. Awesome. Love 
was beautiful I, and yeah. it's it's perfect because i is this how you i want to know is this how you write generally do you come with come up with the guitar part and then <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah for everyone at home he just made a, a smoking a joint motion <laughs> i just want to make sure that, that so you do like the whole like nonsense lyric thing to like kind of suss out a melody yeah yeah, I do the same thing. Yeah, I think as everybody it, does that. Everyone does that's that. That's the only way. That's the only way. How are you like gonna it. do that? Yeah, like <laughs> unless, yeah. I mean, some people write. Some people like literally write lyrics and then try to come up with music first. Which like I tried is, that also. I've I, done. I've had. I've had I've, that happen before. That I can't was the worst that. song I that I played. Yeah. that's how I did it. Oh okay, really? Yeah, you yeah. didn't even have a melody because I did. What or, is now is now then. Oh, oh shit! Wow. <laughs> and then I was like, how am I gonna put a melody to this? Oh yeah, yeah. I've never been able to do that even a little bit. I always just do like the... Yeah, that's almost better because then it fits. Because there's this whole thing about process of getting... It's not just what you say, whether it rhymes or not. There's this whole thing of like how the vowels and consonants fit in like a melodic line over like Mm -hmm. harmonic. Certain certain like vowel sounds work with certain melodies, you know, and you got to find out those vowels before you can even come up with the words, I feel like. Right. Um... Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I like. I've, I have a, something specifically of a song I have called "Some Granted" with that. I wrote it as I was walking, and then I got home. When I finally got home, I had the song and I picked up the guitar and I guess I knew what I was. I knew the chord structure in my head. What I would have been because I just knew it immediately, you know. But in the actual process of writing the song, mm-hmm. mentally I knew I there was no melody. You know, it was all just rhyme scheme. I guess. I think that the key is to be open to anything, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, anytime inspiration strikes, because I, I put a lot of emphasis on my lyrics, so it's like I'm always jotting things down in my little notebook and, you know, writing poetry yeah. and stuff. Uh, so, so that song, uh, that's, that's fresh, that's, you mm. know. Mm. Um, when, when can you say you started writing this song? Because sometimes uh, that can be a little hazy. Yeah, you know? always. Uh, Especially with yeah, <laughs> the weed made, sign. Yeah, again. He, made the, he made the weed motion again for yeah. No, but uh, I want to say February of this year, January, February. Yeah. Okay. So you were in, you were living in Greenpoint. Yeah. And then you move, and then you had to go back to India for yeah. some visa stuff. Exactly. Uh, but this is pre-India. Yeah. So. And uh, just been bounced around in your head ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have like a couple of cool ideas here and there, so I just piece them together for today's performance. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I want to write some lyrics. So the lyrics are what is missing. You have an album coming out. Yes, December second. Is that December right? December second. Uh, yeah. Do you feel like you sort of shed a skin whenever you're done with an album, and now you're like onto the ne- like this song? Is this like? Do you, are you thinking about the future and what your next project's gonna be, or? For not sure, like man. That. No, I think everybody probably feels like that. Uh, I this is my first album ever, mm-hmm. so uh, needless to say, like the whole fucking everything has gone into it, right? <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I do feel like, I mean, I'm very excited to release it and see what the feedback is and how people like listen to it or like receive it, because uh, I've never done that before. Um, and so. I think that is what is holding me back from feeling like I'm ready for the next project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I still do have a lot of ideas, a lot of ideas. Uh-huh. Like this is one, then there are many, right. which are all incomplete, kind of finished, you know, I mean, semi-finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I'm really excited to like get to work on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, so yeah. But then this album's going to hit, it's going to be huge and you're going to be playing those songs <laughs> for the rest of your life. Yeah. Fingers crossed, my man. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. They say that, they say, you know, never write a song that you don't want to play every night for the rest of your life because wow. there's a good chance you might, wow. you know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah, it's good, yeah, you might yeah. have to. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. heads yeah. up on that. Yeah. Shit. Um, <laughs> some advice from somebody I can't even, I don't even know who it is. <laughs> so you're prep, so right now you're prepping for this album release. Yeah. Is the album finished? Is yeah. it? So it's it's mixed, it's mastered, uh, oh, it's done, it's artwork is ready, it's Dope. beautiful. I'm in love Congrats, with it. Congrats, man! man. You know? Thank you, man. Are you? Uh, uh, so what's? Uh, are you playing by yourself on this album? Is there like full instrumentation? So it is. Uh, it's acoustic guitar and vocals, and yeah. but it's all produced 
by okay. a really amazing uh, friend of mine and musical brother uh, in in Bombay. Yeah. Uh, his name is Karan Kulkarni, and uh, he basically added some beautiful atmospheric stuff and like just programmed beautiful shit and also like produced it said that we should put this here and like on that song we should get this guy who's like an amazing raw folk singer like indian folk and like put that in the background with like some reverb and i'm like yeah you know yeah. so like really helping me like come up with like make them songs make yeah. them big like sonically wide and big you know it's nice to so, have somebody that you can that you trust. Oh my god, you know? man. I would never like there's only so much you can do by yourself. I right, know I, yeah. I know it's like the DIY age and all. Right. But there's a reason there is like a label and there's a <laughs> yeah, producer totally. and yeah. there's engineers right. and a music business person. You can't do that all by yourself, man. Yeah. yeah. If you I mean if you did, it would be like you would be in the shrink like pretty soon, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Or it would all be mediocre, you know? Right. Like it's so Right. So, or you're putting out one album every thirty five years. Exactly. Or something. <laughs> Yo, yeah. this has taken a while, so Yeah, <laughs> well that's what's crazy about the first album. Album, it's like you know these took me 10 years to write and now i gotta come up with a 10 more songs yeah. <laughs> but that's exciting too and you learn how to do it you learn how to hone your craft which is which is awesome and it's also great because you're like collaborating with people yeah. so you're yeah. bouncing ideas of other people and like right. people yeah, you, yeah. of course you trust and you like you trust everything about their musical intuition right mm -hmm. yeah so and that just makes it richer you know of course. So it's, it's great yeah. it's great yeah, yeah. the For synergy sure. of two minds yeah you know? exactly Exactly. Um, so, uh, speaking of uh, songs that you might have to play for the rest of your life, what's we're gonna move on to the best song. Best what song. you consider oh, your best song? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> this, it could be the most critically acclaimed. It could be just the one that you're the proudest of. Uh, cool, cool. Do you know what what you're gonna play? I think there's one which I'm proud of. Okay. Yeah. What's uh, the name of this one? This one is called "Time to Fall." I need to tune, and here I'm okay. gonna use my electronic tuner. I know this song. I, this was oh, on do. my other podcast. You, you played it at Putnam's, and uh, oh, yeah. it was on my other podcast. Oh, don't talk about other podcasts. It's it's cool. Oh, <laughs> on our podcast, <laughs> it's cool. Halfway through the tape, stop. That, that's Woody. Resume. I kind of do actually. Tailbone sticks out a little. Uh, Paul is gonna kill me, but yeah, I play this song is with. This is time. Okay, this song is time to fall. I'm excited to hear it. This feeling in my chest 
I must embrace A different shape of life Nonetheless And I know that I'll be Pages always turn, the book never ends. You felt the high, now come on down. There has to be a balance now. Time to fall. Time to fall Time Yeah. yeah, man, that's fucking great. <laughs> I know. Oh, shit. It's really good. It's a good, good, best song. Um, I have a couple questions. Uh, first off, what tuning are you using for this particular song? So this one, uh, so it's all of ha- it's all a half step down. Okay. Uh, but to keep things not in the sharp land, uh, it's D, D, A, D, G, C, E. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So it's basically a drop D, and the B string is up to C. Cool. Uh, so how did you how did you get into using like these alternate tunings? What what inspired you? What was your influence for that? Okay, so there's this amazing guitar player, which I mean, so this guy called Michael Hedges. Yeah. Uh, he blew my mind, and so he would use a lot of alternate tunings. Like he has like thirty or more of more so many. Mm-hmm. Tunings of his own that he plays with. Um, and he used to do this back in the 80s. Uh, and he would use these like different techniques of like tapping and this and that. It's really like nothing I had heard before. Uh, and he was one of the pioneers actually who like came up with this style of like tapping and using harmonics and you know. And the reason he would use those techniques is because the music called out for it. Because nowadays people are like playing this, this, this technique and it's usually a lot of flash and not so much compositional depth, you know. Yeah. Um, and so he was just like the legend genius. Uh, unfortunately, not so well known. Yeah. But um, and so, yeah, so because of him, I would like want to learn his work. And so I would like, you know, transcribe his shit and like figure out the tuning. And, um, and, and then I just it opened up the world of like alternate tunings for me, you know. And then I would like mess. I would like compose something with one of his tunings, and then I would change that tuning and come up with some of my own, you know. Yeah. And I said, I think this was like about three, four years ago, maybe five years ago. Cool. Yeah. So the tu- the alternate tuning and the tapping sort of happened at the same time. Exactly. Because yeah. it sounds great, and it's awesome. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool technique. Yeah. So now it's just it's just part of your your sound. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's interesting. This song, this time to fall. Uh, it started off um, as a guitar solo guitar piece. Uh, I was recording my album at the time, which was like f- three years ago, four years ago, maybe, uh, when I had a totally different conception of what the album was going to be. Uh, and I was like, man, I have to compose a solo guitar piece for this album. I have to compose, I have to compose. It was just at the back of my mind, right, for mm-hmm. a couple of months. And then this idea came to me. Um and then it was a solo guitar piece for a while. And I tried to put tabla on it. I tried to like do some stuff with it. And I was like, yo, why don't I just like put 
lyrics why don't i sing a song with it yeah and then slowly slowly it kind of piece so, so this is one of the songs that took a while to write actually mm-hmm. yeah um yeah and, and so we have a lot of different uh, ver- versions of it that you would over time exactly that's cool. exactly yeah and and so that that's is that one of the reasons that uh you consider that you know why you chose that as a candidate for you know your best song because so the reason for it being a best song is that people are usually most blown away by this song mm-hmm. yeah uh especially in a live performance setting yeah because a you have like the the playing which looks like oh what is he what what is that yeah. and for you people that can't see you're playing yeah. t- both hands up on the neck tapping with each hand exactly yeah. yeah uh and then the singing comes in and then there are lyrics and then and then there's that part where it's like there has to be a balance now time to fall and at that fall people are like whoa you know because <laughs> yeah, it, it like makes sense you yeah, know yeah gotcha so so yeah and i also feel like it's a it's maybe like a, a peak of like or like a highlight of like a high point of uh my writing i guess yeah yeah synthesizing like the yeah. the, the the finger tapping exactly. with compositional and lyrical exactly Yeah, that's cool man. It's yeah. a, it's a great song. Thank yeah. you. I quite yeah, enjoy it. Really, yeah. Now, what we want to hear though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, is the worst song and this is in my opinion, it's a it's a weird thing to ask somebody to play their worst song. So, uh but to me it's like the it's kind of the the crux of this whole thing. Uh mm. because you for a songwriter like you wrote the song, you know what I mean? It's like it came out. You like you had to you have to like it on a certain level, you of know. Of course. But um But can you set up this song a little bit? Okay, so this song is actually technically one of the first songs that I wrote. Okay. Not one of the the first song that I wrote. Yeah. Or maybe one of the whatever. Yeah. But so here's what happened. This song is called So I Got a Beer. It's very different from the last three songs that I've played. Uh the last three are more existential, more deeper thought. Uh this one is this is also cool, but it's like more pl- fun. Yeah. Just like playing around like, you know, you know. uh real it's real yeah. <laughs> stuff happened to me but but yeah so what happened with this song is i always loved it i still love it but i recorded it with the band it sounded great and then i directed a video to go with it i wrote and literally wrote the whole script shot after shot and directed it and all my friends were in it and it was great it was a beautiful experience to just shoot that right? was that in new york or was that in, in that boston that was in my house in boston at okay. the time yeah and and a lot of work went in we edited it many times then back and forth then we released it and then something very strange happened so people associate you with like your music in different ways more so than you would think um for me it's like i do whatever i feel like right but people are like yo but you play acoustic guitar we were expecting some acoustic where's the guitar you know mm-hmm. and this was a blown out video where i'm getting drunk in the video i'm walking around doing stupid shit and it's just <laughs> a fun it's a feel good video right uh-huh. and so at the time when it came out i got a lot of positive reviews but i also got a lot of negative reviews and i saw for the first time in my life on youtube I hosted a video and there were many dislikes. Mm. Oh. And that shit broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And so I was like this is bad. This is bad. And I felt really bad about it and I stopped sharing it and I I shared it maybe like once. That's mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah. And and then I spoke to my mother after that <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm embarrassed about that. I just casually mentioned so I got to be every whenever somebody would say so I got to be I would just cringe. Yeah. Um and then my mother was like, yo, you're an artist. stand by your work mm-hmm. whatever you've done is beautiful and if people don't get it that's their problem yeah <laughs> you but you have to stand by your shit you know and that is a great song mm-hmm. yeah and i was like huh that made me think a little bit you know uh which is why i've chosen it for the worst it's definitely not the worst at all i don't i don't resonate with that but i did feel at a point that I felt cringed but mm-hmm. just by thinking about this song and do what still, do you still feel that cringe when you think about it or you play no, it? I think no, I've overcome it. I've yeah. overcome it and I feel like 
It's a great song. And, and like, whatever. Play, it, huh? Well, you play it with a band. I played it with a band. Yeah. And so <laughs> we're here solo. So you're gonna. It's gonna be a little different. Yeah. Sounding. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and I have also haven't played this song in many years. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, I used to play it with like a trio, a guitar, bass, drummer, and an organ player actually. So a quartet, quartet. <laughs> but um, and so so now I'm just using like a little overdrive pedal and just just to get that little more crunch, crunch, yeah. you know. So the guitar tone might change a bit, but um, yeah. Well, let her let her rip. All right, <laughs> sweet. My eyes were burning like the sun was shining I felt so out of place So I, I picked up my guitar to see What would come out of here And everything sounded so shitty, man So instead I got a beer instead Instead, I, I got a beer. Now, several beers later, and one eye closed, I tried to light a cigarette, but I take off my clothes instead. And I don't know what's happening, cause my eyes are still burning. What the? What the? Yes, my eyes are still burning And so I, I got a, a beer up today late afternoon with the sun up in my face my eyes were burning like the sun was shining I felt so out of place so I, 
I picked up my guitar. See what would come out of here. And everything sounded so shitty, man. So instead, I got a beer instead. Instead, I got a beer. That's right. I got a beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that little breakdown in the middle is maybe the closest, like, uh, you know, musical approximation of you know just being a real dissolute drunk. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah exactly. Just exactly. drunk way too early on a Wednesday. Exactly. exactly. You know, like yeah. uh, you know, as someone who punched a pumpkin last <laughs> night, I can really. <laughs> I can really relate to Perfect. you know that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Perfect. So that I mean that's a very different song from the other three that you play. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's uh, so technically this is my first. I would that, say that's so. technically your first. That's technically my yeah. first. Yeah, that's uh, cool. What uh, what was the band? Was it? It was. It, I mean, it was under my name, but there were some amazing musicians. There's mm-hmm. this guy, uh, Joran Bielfeld on drums. This German guy. Uh, there's Nelson uh, Long on a uh, Malaysian guy on bass. bass. And then Michael Hurwitz on uh, keys. Um, so yeah, and are they all Berkeley cats? They're all Berkeley cats. Um, and so it sounds great live, man, because yeah. it's like the oh, ba- so that, that, that bass line is being played by the bass player. Right? Uh-huh, so yeah. I'm not playing anything while I'm singing the verses, and then suddenly it comes, the whole thing just crashes down uh, on the chorus, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so that's the vibe. So it's it's definitely a live thing. Everybody's yeah. like, "What? What is this song, man? Like, <laughs> what is going well, on, yo?" Like, <laughs> I like it. It's quite relatable. Yeah, <laughs> for uh, sure. Being a drunk musician exactly. myself. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like uh, with a lot of the other songs, like you kind of have you know sort of a, an aesthetic that you're you're going for with a lot of your stuff. Mm. Uh, do you still write things in this vein? This sort of like kind of funk. You know, I uh, stopped, man. I stopped a while ago. I think this was like maybe the last song. First, no, I wrote another one that was kind of weird. It was about a teacup, about waking up early in the morning, getting late for class, and then burning myself on my teacup or some shit. <laughs> yeah, some really weird stuff, you know. Um, and it was great, but I don't know. Maybe I just got older. I don't know what what happened. Um, yeah, you just you you age and you develop. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Was this a song you kind of wrote in in one setting? Uh, one was, sitting, I should yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Well, I just, I literally like woke what, up this, and I was, was like, on. "Yo, what is like?" The sun was literally in my face. And I'm like, "This disgusting man." Then yeah. <laughs> I actually tried to play guitar and I was like, "What no. this shit? Disgusting sound." And then I actually smoked a joint. Okay. <laughs> I did not drink a beer. Um, yeah. Disclaimer. Uh, then I wrote this. Song. So the song is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> the song is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can use it now. <laughs> No, it's great, and like I said, I, I totally uh, I relate to it. I like it. I like the uh, the admission that uh, when you pick up a guitar, sometimes yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, that's what, that's what this out. podcast is kind of about. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. You know, sometimes you pick it up and you're just garbage. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, 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 most of the time for me, but uh, <laughs> for everybody, you know, yeah, everybody. That's but it's why. always portrayed as like, oh, he picked this hard, played a guitar. Wow, must be a genius. But <laughs> everybody, like, like Yo-Yo Ma said in an interview that like there was like, what is the hardest thing for you to do uh, when you're practicing your instrument? And he's like, the hardest thing for me is to take it out of the case. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So it's like, I mean, maybe that's not that relatable, but it's no, like, it's oh, th- I, it I, makes totally. sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it totally. makes absolute sense. Exactly. So it's like, you know, it's 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 hard to do anything good. Music or otherwise, you know, it's like most of the stuff that you do is mediocre and you're, you're trying to like get enough of these like tiny little gems together to like actually present to other people. Mm. Um, and that's, you know, it's hard because most of what you do is like not 
yeah. presentable. Right. You know? the, so. the, the collective you, not specifically you. It's yeah. not all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, yeah. Yeah, everyone. Well, that was awesome, man. And uh, thanks for coming out to play. With, Yo, it was and, a pleasure. And yeah. Paul is in the other room riding he the bleed. faders. Thank you, Paul. Thanks so much, Paul. He's, yeah, he's, he's a real champ. He works the hardest out of all of us. So we don't, me you. and Carl don't work very hard <laughs> No, we at just all. talk. Yeah, we're, we're not even that good at that. Yeah, we, yeah we're <laughs> truly garbage. Um, can we do? Uh, can we plug some of your um, your stuff? You you have this album coming out. What's yeah. the title of the album? Did you did you mention that? Yeah, it's uh, the album is called What Is Now, mm. uh, and uh, it's a six track album. It's my first. Um, it's slated for release on the second of December. Um, we will have a party, like an album re- launch party in New York City. Um, venue has not been decided yet, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. Right. Where, where will people be able to find this music? Uh, it should be available everywhere on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, YouTube. Cool. Well, we're going to include all of your social media stuff in the show notes. Um, so keep up with the, you there because you'll be posting about that once you have that all locked down. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm excited to hear the album. Dude. So you said it's been like three years of recording? No. Okay. okay. So yeah, yes, it has been it has three been. years of recording out of which like I recorded a lot of shit and it was with a band okay. and it sounded great, mm-hmm. but it's a long story, but I kind of had a revelation of where like... I would write for like horns and keys and I would literally like write all the parts for all the musicians and they would still dig it. But mm-hmm. some at, at a certain level, they would be like, yeah, why am I here? Mm-hmm. I mean, not it, it wasn't that obvious, but I could tell in the long run, if you want a band, you want somebody who's throwing down their own shit, right. you know? Um, and what happened was that I would write for all the parts and the music was really nice. But on my guitar, as, as a guitar player, it wasn't really like, oh, okay, he's the band leader. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's not really doing much, you know. Mm-hmm. But because it was behind the scenes, like I had right. written all the parts, but nobody knows that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so then I really realized that, okay, I need to, instead of going like outwards, go inwards and like work on my solo material and like solo set and go back to elect- uh, so, uh, acoustic guitar. I was playing yeah. a lot of electric guitar at the time. What kind of electric were uh, you playing? A beautiful Gibson Les Paul yeah. custom, uh, nice. gorgeous, really gorgeous, <laughs> uh, which I haven't played for years now. But. Yeah. And so, yeah, so then, so those years of recording, uh, I have the sessions, but I haven't released it because I, I would like to work on it in the future for sure. Mm-hmm. But the album that is coming out right now, uh, it has been recorded over a period of a year, maybe a year and a half Okay. in was Bombay. It, did you re- yeah, all in Bombay? All in Bombay at a beautiful studio with a great engineer. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. His name is Alok Punjani. Amazing, amazing guy. Like the first time I worked with him... Uh, when I worked with him, I really realized what a good engineer means. I had no idea what it meant until then. Yeah. So it really changes the game, uh, for sure. Yeah, well, that's awesome, man. Well, thanks again yeah. uh, for joining us. And yeah, this is episode course. number three. So yeah. uh, listeners, keep an eye out. Yes, uh, sir. Thanks right, a lot. Cool. Thanks Thank a lot. you. Thank you guys for Cheers. having me. Right, thank you. This has been First. Last. Best. Worst. Peace. Peace isn't in the title. I was, that was my salutation. We're going to cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs>